The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I bring you grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I bring you greetings from the 200 other congregations of the Northern Illinois District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. It is great to be with you. Thank you, Pastor Bruzek, for the invitation to preach. My wife Marie and I were discussing yesterday about coming here to St. John's, and she says, I love going to St. John's because of all the children. And I can tell you that because you have more children in worship than any other congregation in this district. Please do not take that for granted. It is a gift and a legacy that you have. When other congregations ask about congregations with kids and families in church, I often refer them and mention St. John's. But do remember, to whom much is given, much is expected. A week ago or so, I was with my 92-year-old aunt. She's weak and in rehab and wondering about her future. As we were talking, she said, Alan, I'm tired and weak. I'm ready to go home to be with the Lord. I don't know how long I can do this. Later that same day, being back in Belvedere where I live, a woman in her 50s from our community said, Pastor, I'm not sure how long I can do this. I'm just so tired. What makes you tired and weary these days? Long hours at work, uncertainty, financial issues, family problems, anger that you need to get rid of, one issue after another, there seems to be no relief. And let's be honest, who can we trust? So much confusion in our culture, in the church even, and certainly in our country. It's rather interesting that Matthew chapter 11 is filled with confusion. John the baptizer sends a disciple to Jesus saying, are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? Surprising, isn't it, from John the Baptizer? But then Jesus is full of surprises. Word on the street, though, Jesus says, is there's confusion about John the Baptizer and Jesus. 
Jesus says, For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. And Jesus, referring to himself, says, The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Perhaps you thought about in your life, or you heard it from somebody else, if, though, if only there was more miracles, then I would believe. If I could just see a big miracle, there'd be less confusion, less questions. But right before our text in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus condemns Chorazin and Bethsaida. As a matter of fact, it says, Jesus began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty acts had been done. Why? Not about the miracles. They did not repent. Every day, you and I see and hear spiritual confusion in our time. It's in our culture, in the country, and sometimes in the church. Jesus has something to say to you this morning. That's why you're here. Jesus has something to say to the church as well. Have confidence in the Father's good and gracious will. He is pleased to give not to the independent or the self-sufficient, but the Father is pleased to give to the little children, to the infants who are dependent upon him and know that. You were created to be dependent on him, and he promises that he will provide. Your rescue from confusion and chaos and despair is not found in your wisdom or your understanding. It's not found in your resume. But it is your Father in heaven's joy to give you eternal gifts today, gifts that Jesus earned on the cross and the victory that Jesus has in his resurrection. The chaos of our time brings the question up, who can you trust? Who is it that will work together for your good? Will it be the Republicans? The Democrats? The Independents? Maybe you can trust the government. They seem to be doing a very good job, right? Except confidence in the government is at an all-time low. Institutions are not trusted. And it's fair to ask, how well are we working together in the church? Never have any pettiness or power struggles there, right? Rejoice, dear friends, that the Father and his eternal Son, Jesus, are working together with the Holy Spirit for your good. You can trust him, his purpose and his plan. He has not forgotten you. The Father's justice and mercy is revealed in the life of Jesus, in the suffering of Jesus, in the sacrificial death of Jesus, in the burial of Jesus, and in the resurrection of Jesus. And the ascended Jesus continues to bring clarity to your confusion and mine. The ascended Jesus continues to bless the work of his church here at St. John's and around the world. A young man 
with so much baggage in his life, told his pastor, when I get my life back together, pastor, the first place I'm going to go is back to church. Jeremy, let Jesus clean you up and put you back together in the community of his church. Have confidence that Jesus is passionate about bringing rest to Jeremy and to you, to your weariness and your burdens. This Jesus says to you this morning, regardless of what's going on or regardless of what has gone on or regardless of what might go on, that Jesus says to you this morning, come to me. Pretty simple. You have public sins? Come to me. You have private sins and sorrows? Come to me. Do you have a broken heart? You know somebody with a broken heart? Come to me. To the lonely. Jesus says, come to me. For too many people, Bible-believing, Christ-confessing churches are places of guilt and burden. We produce guilt and burden, they say. Where there is rest, though, Jesus is bringing forgiveness of sins. He is bringing to you this morning resurrection hope and confidence that Jesus, and Jesus will not give you a cold shoulder. He never did, and he never will. Your life is now hidden with God in Christ. Rejoice. Your life is simplified in the confusion and chaos of this world as you walk with Christ, as you learn from him. You are given rest. You are given rest now. You are given rest for eternity. And in the resurrection, your body will enjoy that rest that only Jesus can give. Friends, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Because he is near. He is among you. You are hearing him. And you will taste and see that he is good for you. The church at her best is confident in Jesus. You at your best are confident in Jesus, for you are baptized into his death and resurrection. You are confident in Jesus, St. John's, and you are part of the larger church, whether it's in Northern Illinois District, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and beyond. And I know that Jesus has given to you a mission heart. It goes all the way back to Paul Finn in Ghana, but work in Siberia, a pastor in Estonia that you are supporting today as he takes care of refugees and their spiritual and physical needs. Your alert response team that I met up by me earlier this spring with that fancy trailer they have. Still a little jealous of that fancy trailer, okay? Four years, five years later. And recently I met some of the women from your congregation at the LWML convention happy to support the mission of the church, both here 
and around the world. It is inspiring. You care for your community, and the mission extends through your preschool, too. You have trained countless vicars who serve as pastors. You've had students, summer student workers. And I need to tell you that a more than a few pastors have found rest here, encouragement, and spiritual care, including many who have participated in your morning Eucharist service. And I might mention also that Pastor Bruzek has reached out to me more than any other pastor in the district during my five years as district president with a text or an encouragement. He's not all bad. And he's going to make a very good associate pastor, too. You have blessed your sister congregations of the Northern Illinois District through your financial support of our common work, helping other congregations, including the new church down in Beecher, three congregations coming together. That would not have happened without your support and help. Encouragement of pastors, teachers, musicians, deaconess, and lay leaders. Thank God for our lay leaders. Yes, you St. John's have been willing to host gatherings of the Northern Illinois District, whether it's our board of directors or pastors and others. And nobody does hospitality better than St. John's. The food is really good. The best thing is, is that I get to come and give you a high five. To watch your pastors greet you out there is inspiring because that doesn't happen. To watch the laughter and see the children, hear Jesus is giving you rest, and here I get to give you, if you would, a high five. Well done, St. John's. Keep up the good work and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. I expect as the world grinds down, there will be more confusion and chaos. Our lives will get more complicated and crises will come. But in all this, please hear this, in all this, Jesus says to you, come to me. Look to me. Learn from me. Trust me. Rest in me. All that is for you. Amen.